A dictionary definition of the word context is the interrelated conditions in which something exists or occurs. AQMB's Artist Statement podcast is a conversation series exploring the fresh perspectives in art generated by these changing contexts, politically, culturally, socially, other. It features artists and thinkers orbiting our world, where we chat in response to developments in technology, communication and beyond. I'm Associate Editor Jared Davis, and on this episode I speak with Zach Blass, an artist, filmmaker and writer whose videos and mixed media installations draw queer readings on American mythologies around tech, psychedelia and the Californian ideology, expanding these through the language of science fiction. Born in West Virginia, studying in California, and now at home in London where he is a lecturer in the Department of Visual Cultures at Goldsmiths, Zach has presented work and talks for the likes of De Young Museum San Francisco, Tate Modern London, the Walker Arts Centre Minneapolis, the Gwangju Biennale, Whitechapel Gallery London, and more. I came across Zach's work reading a 2017 interview on AQ&B, in which he spoke on his film Jubilee 2033, a science fiction reimagining of Derek Jarman's classic punk film from which the title draws from. In Zach's version, Jarman's time-travelling Queen Elizabeth, exploring postmodern England, is substituted for an acid-tripping Ayn Rand, observing her influence over future Silicon Valley. I was fixated on this deliriously camp mix of references, and wanted to talk with Zach on the topics behind his work in context with the stranger times since. You know, I like this this idea um, of, you know, kind of using apocalypse um, creatively as a way to destroy totalities. And I think, or kind of universalizing structures that could be participating in modes of domination or oppression. And um, I definitely think that comes up with my um, work um Jubilee 2033, there's certainly some kind of like apocalyptic imaginaries going on there, but it's, it's certainly not about, you know, like literally going out and, um, you know, like killing a bunch of people and just like decimating a city, right? It's like, it's a fictional work and the kind of, the kind of place of an apocalyptic vision, right? For me in that work was very much about that. Like, how do you kind of like blow up this totality um, of a particular vision or stranglehold that's right, clearly kind of neoliberal and probably even worse around technology and its future, um, which is not only seated in Silicon Valley, but like is Silicon Valley is certainly one of the top locations. So I like this. I just wanted to share that with you because I really like this um, idea and approach to um, having a more critical, you know, kind of like apocalyptic. Um, engagement. Of course, there's, you know, if you want a kind of superficial, um, you know, where you just kind of kick back and let drool run down the corner of your mouth, you know, there's like plenty of like Hollywood films um, to watch. But I think it can do something else. And, um, you know, as a um, a precedent, even like an early film by Greg Araki from the early 90s called The Living End, you know, I kind of see... Um, having some relation to this where you have two queer men who have discovered that they're HIV positive and kind of go on this, um, it's, it's kind of like a road movie where they go on a kind of killing rampage against, you know, the strictures of like heteropatriarchal society. And, um, yeah, I don't know if it's, that's a nice note to end on. No, no, no. I mean, that's, yeah, they're really fascinating. And that's sort of the, that um, 
yeah, the sort of the way the apocalypse in that film is used as a, a sort of parallel um, mythology or, or, or metaphor for the AIDS epi- epidemic as well. Exactly, it's true. And, you know, I think, um, I, I guess when, you know, when I think about how, how I kind of situate my queerness, I, I'm definitely more on the queer futurity side of things. Um, and I really like this queer theorist, Jose um, Esteban Munoz, and he wrote this book called Cruising Utopia and develops this idea of queer futurity um, actually out of the work of um, some German idealist writers. And he has these beautiful expressions um, where he says, you know, we have actually never been queer. And queerness is this kind of move towards a particular horizon of futurity. And I'm a lot more attracted to that than the kind of, um, like, more negative, pessimistic articulations of queerness that you might get from someone like Lee Edelman and his work on um, No Future. But I'm only highlighting that to say that, you know, even, like, um, this interest in the possibility of another kind of future, I do think there is a certain element of, like, uh, deconstruction or, you know, maybe fictionally in, in an artwork that is destruction that kind of has to happen on that move towards constructing the alternative that I, I feel like it kind of requires um, both. This was just a teaser for an episode of AQMB's Artist Statement podcast, available exclusively to our subscribers. If you'd like to listen to this and other bi-monthly episodes like it in full, consider signing up to our Patreon at patreon.com slash aqnb. You'll also have free access to downloadable compendiums of new music and digital artworks while helping support our commitment to presenting fresh perspectives around art, music, and online culture at aqnb.com. Our theme music is Coughing Up Pearls by Felicita. See you next time.